Hey Lauren, do you want to know what really chaps my hide? You know I do. The thought of selling my 2008 Honda Pilot. I need to. It's old and on its last wheel, but the whole car selling process gives me the scaries. All the research, the buyback, the price comparison, the finding the best deal. It's all a big time suck and the good Lord knows I don't have any time to spare. Well, that's until now. Thanks to Shaver and Walsh Auto Collective, stressing about selling your old jalopy back doesn't have to be stressful at all. In fact, you don't even have to leave your dang house. Our friends Shaver and Walsh make selling your used car simple and convenient. All you need to do is pick up the phone, provide some basic vehicle information, and of course, an address where your car can be assessed. Shaver and Walsh's mission is to make your vehicle selling experience convenient and transparent, offering the most fair market value for your old car. If you live near or around the Chicagoland area and have an old ride you need to get off your hand once and for all, head over to autocollective.com and enjoy an auto selling experience that is actually good for your well-being. And thank you to our sponsor, Shaver and Walsh Auto, for providing a service that recognizes the need for effortless convenience when it comes to selling your old car. Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, <laughs> This is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So mm -hmm. if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Well, hello there and welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Lauren Masarella. I am your host, being joined by my co-host and my sister, Michelle Anderson. Hi-ho. Hi, Michelle. I've been addicted to a song of late hmm. but it's an old song but i know you know it what so i thought maybe we would treat our guests to a little harmonizing perhaps god i think we've sang this before what is it oh i think i'll go for, for a walk, walk outside yeah. now the, the summer sun's calling my name i hear you now i just can't stay inside all day i gotta get out give me some of those rays Everyone, I don't know the rest. Everybody smiling on a sunshine, sunshine day. Everybody singing. So, whoa. <laughs> so happy today. And then they, they get a little moody in this song. It's so good. Like Peter Brady, there's like a little bit of like a blues to it. Did Oliver, Cousin Oliver ever join them? C cousin Oliver <laughs> didn't, but we have a funny story. You know, our friend Bridget McGuire, who's been on the show, she posted the funniest. And did I already tell the story? She, no, <laughs> I told it, on Instagram. Instagram. She posted a photo of John Denver. And if you know what John Denver you looked like you in his know youth, Oliver. you know Oliver. They have <laughs> a bowl so haircut and round glasses. And so they both true. look like they're 10. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. We lived off the Brady Bunch. Lived it. I mean, the Brady Bunch. Barry Brady Christmas. Yes. Every movie. Ooh. Barry Hawaii I, holiday. Or when Marsha got hit in the nose with the... That was when they weren't great at prosthetics. Nope. No, it was like a fake, yeah, it was bad like makeup, a fake bad witch. Nose. And I loved when Jan's um, pretend boyfriend George Glass 
Oh, George, George Glass. Yep, there was, what a bunch. Of, it was a family full of geeks. It was a family full, but <laughs> there were such nice geeks. You know, I read the book about them, and there was some twisted shit going on. Like, yeah, Greg was, Greg like, making out with the mom. Oh, yeah. Right? Scandalous. Scandalous. I think there was a lot of, like, fake inbreding. What about Alice? Was she getting into the mix? <laughs> I don't know if Alice was getting in <laughs> with anyone. But then, sad enough, you know, Mr. Brady, he was gay, but he was closeted. Ah, that's right. Right? That's right. I think he, did he? I don't want to make up passed? a rumor i think no he's passed and okay. I, he may have died from complication i don't you know what i don't uh, even want to well, say because you know i might be making a lie up i know but that there was a lot of controversy much like a lot of older actors back in the day who that were, were closeted. closeted gay yeah. because god forbid they come out and say who they are <laughs> yeah. the fuck <laughs> All right. So speaking of, I guess, movies and things like that, we rolled right into this conversation talking about a couple things that we, well, that I watched recently. Yeah. Yeah. We like to watch things. Yep. What can we say? And so we're sharing them with you guys. And I told a little story about my experience at the DMV. A little ditty. A little ditty. So sit tight because this first part is a little, you know, chit chat back and forth, a little DMV. And then we did something a little different today. And I, I read you a story. Mother Goose came for a visit. Mother Goose mm-hmm. came for a visit. And I told you about the time in 2017 when I, when I spent my day at the DMV. Good times, not really. Not at all. But you know what? They make for good stories. Sure does. Listen, if you've got a good DMV story, please write us Send in. Send it in. It makes for the best people watching. Listen now, while you are sitting there fiddling on your phones, doing what you're doing, do us a solid. We got a couple favors, a little panhandling, okay? Look us up on Instagram. The link is in our show notes. At the Sister Proj and at Cozy Convos with TSB, follow us. Please do. Listen, we need to get to 10,000 people. In 2021. Yeah, that's our goal. Help us out. And then the next best thing you can do, for the love of God, share our shit with the people you love. Spread the word and your legs. You know what? Spread whatever you want. Spread your butter. Don't care. Don't care. Just do us a favor. Spread the good word of cozy conversations. All right, you guys. Sit back, enjoy, and whatever you do, bring a book with you when you go to the DMV. (sighs) Lauren. Yeah. I gave dad a 20-second hug this morning. That is actually a long time for a hug. I don't know if it was exactly 20 seconds. I was, you know, it's hard for me to hug, but he's my dad. And, you know, we just talked about how 20 second hugs can break the stress cycle. And so, you know. Do I, did do you think either one of you got that release of stress from the 20 second or about hug? Well, yeah, dad. I mean, I was fine. I meditated this morning and I came in there with my shit straight. So I was good to go cool as a cucumber. <laughs> did but, he, you told me earlier he asked for the hug. He said like what? Well, we were saying goodbye. Okay. And I was like gathering my stuff and he walked over and he said, you know, I think that I could really use a hug. And I oh. hu- and I said, I'm like, of course I'm going to hug you. That and would we, be really fucked up if you were like, no. No. The only thing that would be more <laughs> fucked up than me saying no is if dad asked for, for a kiss on the lips. The that fuck? <laughs> anyway. Um, and so when we were sick. <laughs> When we were hugging, I said, no, hang on, Dad. I, I just learned that, you know, a 20-second hug can actually break a stress cycle. And he was kind of stressed, truth be told. Okay. So, um, and I think, you know what? I think it did. I think I, it did. You know, Dad, we, we joke about our dad because we, we say that he doesn't listen to our podcast. And he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. But, you it's know, it's fine. Whatever. We don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> but... 
you know, sometimes we, you know, it took we a say lot of therapy, this, by the way, for me yeah, to, to get to that point. Yeah, just so you know. And same, you know, with me and my friend Nicole Lyon, Hogarth Blood, she um, once told me in regards to not dad, just people in general. Yeah. No, low or no expectations. Yeah. So if dad Garb listens to it basement. one day, we'll be like, wow, you listened to our podcast? Yeah. Wow, you 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 learned something? You, you learned something? He actually, so later in this episode, I'm going to read a blog post story that I wrote a while back. And it goes along with a DMV story I'm going to tell you guys in a little bit. And dad read that post and actually, which sometimes that's shocking too. Yeah. He like reads our work. He, he's more of a reader though, I think, than a listener. I and agree so with that you. newsletter you send out. And he read the, that post yesterday because I reposted it on Facebook and he wrote me out of nowhere. I, I didn't send it to him. Deb, Debbie with a Y must have shared it with huh. him. And he wrote me saying, I just laughed it's like out loud at that post. Post. Wow. And I said, Hi. Holy cow. Honors. Yeah, I was like, Holy cow. <laughs> Jot that down in your notebook. My diary. Dear, dear, dear diary. Dear diary. My, my dad, dad read something of mine today. And he laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, Michelle, okay, not speaking of not laughing, I have been jonesing. You know, here in Chicago, it's been kind of moody. We've got like a little bit of like the, yeah. you know, overcast, a little windy. Yep. It was just those fall vibes we love. A little bit, a little bit. I finally got my fingers on a scary movie. And it was so good. A movie that you've never seen before? Yes, it's new. It's brand new. Ooh. It's on Paramount Plus. What, what? What? What's Paramount Plus? I, it's a streaming service. It's, so it's another streaming yeah. service? And I think awesome. you have to pay for it. We got it for a program. I forgot what series we got it for, but we kept it around for a minute. And it just so happens that A Quiet Place Part 2 hmm. is now streamable from there. Hmm. Now that's starring Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Yeah. So from cute from couple. the office, they're so cute. He, I believe, he wrote and directed it, and then I think after she read the script, she was like, "Yo, I I want to audition for this. I want to audition for the role." So they work together. They play husband Very and wife cool. in the movie, and just to give, if you haven't seen A Quiet Place, the first one, mm, you have which to I see. Haven't. You have to see that first. Okay, these are decent, like good scary movies coming from you yeah and i wow. have like really high expectations wow. i hate cheesy shit oh, so just to give you a little idea it is kind of sci-fi apocalyptic okay but no but it's good all right just give it a give it a I shot i will i will okay good so sure. it's good i just want to put that out there if anyone out here is looking for a scary movie watch it I mean, our favorite scary season is coming up, so we need to start cataloging them so we can watch them and be in the proper mood do for you, the fall season. Do you uh, just know. saying that, I just, just got excited. Me. <laughs> oh, oh, I just got cozy for fall. Nipples Sorry. got hard. <laughs> Michelle, do you have a favorite, like, spooky or scary or fall time movie? I hate when you fall. Well, I mean, ask honestly, me you can't questions. think of a movie you no, like. No, not like that. My, I don't have a brain like the normal people. My <laughs> yes, brain you do. goes. You have a beautiful my, brain. Yeah, I do. But my brain is beautiful. But it doesn't a brain that goes, hang on, favorite scary movie. And then it goes, let me go into that file cabinet in the back of my brain. Nope. Um, I still can't think of one. I basically will watch any scary movie anybody says is good. Well, I'll tell you a good one. This one's freaking terrifying. What? The Strangers with Liv Tyler. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that. That is a movie I saw back, I think it was in 2007. That was one of the last movies mom and I went to the movie theater to see, Aww. which is kind of a long time ago. I know. But 
It was I remember so... the last movie I went to see with mom and dad before they got divorced. And I was like, <laughs> after I look back and I'm like, I was the buffer. I was. The I buffer. went to movies with them too as a buffer. Yeah, what was movie fun. was it that you saw with them? Oh, Get Shorty. Wow. That's see, a great movie. I remember see, that. went into the file cabinet. Yeah. So Stranger, Stranger starring Liv Tyler and, and her husband's a cute, attractive guy. I think he was from Felicity. And they are basically stalked by these people in like this remote, like in the woods, lake home, if you will. And it's horrifying. See, that one actually sounds more my speed over. I mean, I'll watch Quiet Place because I do whatever you tell me. You will like Quiet Place. I almost almost feel like you will like it. Okay, all right. But Strangers, I had to sleep in the bed with mom for like three days after because it was so fucking scary. Those are the And Liv Tyler plays a great scared person. Lady? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Good rack. God, you just got me in the mood. I don't like anything religious, okay? Like when it, like yeah. when the devil is being summoned. Yeah. I don't know. I get the you creeps. Don't, you don't need that, those bad juju vibes in the house. There is a movie out there that I will never see again. And I curse this movie. I shouldn't say that because I'm now I'm fiddling with something. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Have yeah. you ever seen that movie? Yeah, I mean, I did. And then I sucked my thumb for three days after. So this movie is based on a true story. And this woman, I think it was a German young girl who probably like had epilepsy or something Mm -hmm. but of course you know back in the day they're like possession you know like the witches you know remember those yeah they burned Burned. because they didn't want to like ground you know make out with a guy or something in any case emily rose (laughs) (laughs) so i then started doing what i do and i started reading and looking for photos don't again just like you're not recommending jeffrey Dahmer. don't don't look for his photos of the crime scene and don't look for the the corpse photos of Emily Rose because there are there that they're there. Did you spend a lot of time on rotten.com? I I don't rotten.com was too intense for me. That yeah. was like people like getting blown up in real time. I'm, that's yeah. not my I don't okay. I'm not into that kind okay, of thing. Okay, okay. Mine was strictly for research. Got it. So there's this story about this woman and her name's not Emily Rose in in the movie it is, but in the in the real life story it's something German, I think. Well, there was this terrifying vision, and I, I think about this sometimes, that they say she genuflected 500 times and like her kneecaps blew oh, off. Oh, I... I mean, doesn't that sound terrible? And her knees well, break Well, I can off. see it in my yes. mind's eye, and it is a terrifying If you're not vision. sure what genuflecting is, it's when you kneel down and make the sign of the cross, like before it's a pew like, in yeah, church. You, your one kneel bow before So think about doing seat. that 500 times. Yeah, my, knee, my kneecaps would blow off for oh, sure. The movie gives me the heebie Jeebies. I'm not going to be watching that one before Halloween. No, go with a quiet place. Do you like American Horror Story? I don't because it's too like that again. It's like too like the first, the very first season in the haunted house. I mm. loved that one with the scary like zipper mask yeah. that that guy wore. Yeah, that was a good one. Again, reference to people under the stairs. Anyone listening that knows this movie knows this movie. <laughs> but back to American Horror Story. Uh, the first season, I liked it. Did, I I kind of had a crush on the kid, yeah, who played who was in um yes Mayor. That's right. Which, he was the detective. He was the detective. Aww. Oh, when he fucking died, that pissed. I, know. I, I was like, really. You know, it was, there was a meme out there where it's like when you see your favorite character character like get his head blown off, and you hope it's a, it they a, still like might a, be alive. There's a chance. <laughs> I did when his head blo- got blown off. I hoped. <laughs> I was like Anthony he might be alive and Anthony's like the bullet went through his freaking head I'm like god damn it did you like American well, Horror Story? Well the reason I was asking is when I was going to get my car to head on over here on the screen appeared the new American Horror Story sure. season as I was walking out I thought to myself 
every time I try to watch it, I'm like, each storyline sounds captivating. Yes. And I'm like, I'm in. This is going to be the one. And every single time, after like the third time, I'm like, I don't know if it's like the the raunchy, hardcore gore or something. Yeah, it's too that much. It's almost, it makes me feel like I'm sitting down and watching Intervention. Like the anxiety like just too much. rises. And I'm like, I don't want to be in this I place. tried to watch Coven because it's about witches. Yeah. And it was, again, it was like there was like pig heads involved. Yeah, and that's always just freaking just gross. goes over the top. Enough about... Spooky Scary movies. movies. Yeah. Let's segue. Shall we? So yesterday I spent the majority of my morning, not even the majority, all of it, at the good old DMV. That blows. You know, I was I prepared myself for like two weeks. I was like, on Wednesday, I'm going to go right when it opens. And sure enough, I did not go right when it opens. I showed up at, it opened at 8. I went to the Thompson Center, yeah. downtown Loop. The spaceship looking building it's the in weirdest Chicago. building. The strangest atrium in a building I have ever seen. Yeah, it's very strange. And they've got that really ugly piece of art on the outside. It's hideous. It is, isn't it? Oh, my Glad God. Glad we got was... to come out with it and share honest feelings about that so terrible So, actually, I'll, I'll get back into what happened when I was in there. But when I left there, there was a man protesting, a solo protest, which I always love when I see, because that takes balls, right? Was he protesting how ugly the building was? No. Oh. And he was protesting gun violence in the city, oh. which is a well, massive is a problem. Big problem. It's like an it's like a epidemic of its in and of itself mm-hmm. here. It's terrifying. But he was holding this, he was standing in the middle of the intersection holding this gigantic, huge banner by himself. And it said like gun violence is, you know, an a, a epidemic. Yeah. But as he was doing that, he his camera was filming him and he had this like siren coming from his camera as well. Wow. Not like a police siren, almost like an air raid siren. So that was that noise was being produced while he was was he verbally protesting? No, okay. It was like a silent protest wow. with the siren. Okay, okay, wow. It was kind of heavy. A, that's a lot. It was actually, and then yeah, it was it was a lot. But that's not the story I come to tell. Well that one I wasn't prepared to hear that one either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So back to hell. Back to the DMV. So I get to the DMV, and dude, the line is like wrapped around the bottom floor. Listen, I got to tell you something. I have to go to the DMV. My license has been expired. It's approaching the two-year mark. So I believe you have a grace period. I thought that it was August one was when the expired licenses were like you were going to be starting getting issued tickets. No, you're right. You're well, right. I have a friend Casey who told me it's been extended to January one, twenty twenty two. I shouldn't have told you that. That would be helpful. <laughs> I don't want to go. Every time I drive it here felt to work, so good though. I felt so, it was like the biggest, so Michelle and I've talked about eat the frog and eat the frog is like the first thing in the morning you're supposed to do is eat the frog, like put down the hardest thing you've got to do. Yeah. And for months it's been mine was getting my, my license renewed. All right. Well, I'm just here to tell you guys, if you are just getting your driver's license renewed and that is it, all you need is your license. You don't need proofs of address. You don't need a birth. That's it. That's all you need. I know for a fact I need all of the things and the test and they said Oh, me so a- you need the driver's test. Yes. And the vision test. Yes. Well, later, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. But this this experience was not bad. I brought a book with me. I was actually working in line. It took about an hour and a half Start from the you No, know, just to get to this point where I'm going to tell you about. So I get there and I get to the front it was pretty efficient. And by the way, if you're a senior citizen listening in on this, 
you get to cut the line. Mm. Didn't know that. Take advantage of your age. Hell God damn yeah, it. You've right? made it this far. So this man, I saw him cut, and I saw a lot of people cut. I'm like, good for them. So I finally get to, I take my photo. Now, when you take your driver's license photo, do you smile? Do you do closed-lipped or open-lipped smile? I smile. I smile too hard. You grin and bear it. I grin and bear it, except for my passport photo. Not a good look for me. <laughs> Angry, exhausted lady. <laughs> I do for my... For my driver's license, I do like the closed lip kind of oh, like person kind of like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I did that, um, and I I take my photo. I am told there's no tests for me to take, and I get to the guy that's going to take my information from me and basically say, "I am sending you. You are good to go. You're out of here. You're out of here. You're done. One more stop before him. I had to pay someone, but he was like the 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 main event." So I get up there, and as I'm standing there, there's a guy to his left, his coworker, who was hooting and hollering because I guess a lady was challenging him on what she had to do next. And he's like, lady, I've been here for 16 years. He goes, what's the date? He goes, in fact, in five, in five days, it's going to be 16 days. And he's like, and I'm out of here. I'm retiring. He's <laughs> like, I think I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, wow, this guy <laughs> knows what he's whoa. talking about. So... He goes on to know what he's talking about. And now I give my stuff to the gentleman that's helping me. And he looks at me. I look at him and we're smiling. And then all of a sudden I see his face and he's like, hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What? Like, what? What is, could it what be? Could I it? had it all figured out. And I, I got past all. It was like Monopoly. Keep going. You kept advancing. Yes. So we're looking at each other and he's looking at me and he's like, he asked me, is this the correct address? Is this how your name is always spelled? I'm like, yes. Like, this is my most recent form of identification. And he goes, oh, man, I've never seen this before. And he looks at the guy oh, who shit. just said, I've been here for 16 years. Yep. And that guy says, oh, man, I've, I've never seen that before. And I was like, what haven't you what? seen before? And then it got quiet. And then they started looking at me. Then the, the the gentleman that's been there for 16 years takes my ID. He's looking. He's almost kind of turning it, looking at me. What are you thinking I'm at thinking this moment? I'm thinking there's a warrant out for my arrest. Yes. I asked them. I go, is am I a wanted woman? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I for sure thought that there was something on my record. Maybe. And then I thought maybe. Because that's where my mind would have gone. I would have gone straight to the, I'm going to prison. Like they're going to lock me And then I was like, what did I do? Like, <laughs> what did I? I can't wait to get interrogated. So I, I, but then I really was like, that's unrealistic. And they wouldn't tell me what was going on. And so they were whispering back and forth. And then the guy, the gentleman that's been there for 16 years, walks around, comes up to me, looks from side to side and he goes ma'am and I'm like yeah and he I goes can't. and he says are you undercover and I was like oh my god what? oh my god I just got like I literally nipples popped dream off dream come true that was on I swear to god when I tell you that was it's on my bucket list well to be undercover check it's been checked <laughs> And I slammed my hand down on the on like the the no. shelf, and I was like, "God damn it!" I'm like, "I wish that I was undercover right now." And he literally goes, "You're not, you're not with the FBI." And I'm oh like, "Are you fucking with God. me?" I'm like, "Are you, are you, are you joking? Like, are you putting me on now? That I told you that this is a dream come true." He's like, "No, we cannot find you in the system." 
And he said it and he like looked at me again. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know if you're waiting for a signal here, buddy. Oh I ain't with the CIA. I'm not a woman in a black suit. Like, namaste. Like, what the fuck? And he basically said that this, the, the, the screen that is appearing on the computer is the screen that appears when individuals are coming through that are undercover, which I thought was interesting because moments ago he said he's never seen that before. But then in my other brain that I have, I'm sitting here (laughs) thinking, you know, I joke with Anthony and I, you guys, I do not believe that we are living in a simulation. I, I think it's a fun um, thought to entertain a simulation as we know, right? That there's compute, like we're just computer figures. We're like Sims. And in my brain for a second, I'm like, am I having an out of body experience? Am I, Am I really? Did you like think you were like undercover Reeves and Ma- in Matrix. Matrix? Yes, and I'm looking around the DMV. I'm like, this could this could be it. This could be it. Something's gonna happen, and I'm going to be like the protagonist. I'm going to save. You're gonna get like the, a giant I'm gonna duster, save our city. A leather duster, and start with, <laughs> put, just taking like people black down. glasses, yeah, and I'm gonna like fro- freeze in time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna save our city, <laughs> Gotham City. I am Batwoman. Holy crap. Lauren. And then finally, disappointingly, he asked for my social security number, which I gave it to him. And he was like, oh, there you are. And I was like, what, what? the fuck, you guys? Really? Like, I thought that this was it for me. You know, I thought that I was going to like do something really important here. <laughs> Don't you think that the idea, the prospect of walking around town doing something undercover, doesn't that give you just the thrills? It honestly gives me raging anxiety. Oh, it gives me life. Like it fills me with, and this is what I said. I was talking to someone on Instagram because I shared this story on Instagram. And uh, there, there is actually a lot of people out there that feel the same way as me, that they are like, I want to be a detective. A friend of ours, I think it was Katie on um, Instagram, said that her and her sisters and a friend of theirs have created like a fake detective agency. And we were talking about what we'd want to be covering. I would want to do cheating spouses, hmm. okay? Bad business. So if you're doing something funky to an employee, someone's got some complaints, and like the occasional homicide. I mean, it just fills me with so much excitement of the unknown and like almost like sight, you know, like seeing someone from a corner of your eye. Oh, there's that guy I was oh looking for, like God. with a big lens out of my window. Lauren, who are we kidding? I feel like you're investigating on a daily basis every single day. Exactly. That's every the story day. of my life. Every day. Oh, well, in wow. any case, so that's all it was. So, but the, oh, the root of the problem, what the problem really was, was just that <laughs> the funniest part the guy that was helping me he was restricted from his database because he was in a different person's file apparently and he tried to hop from theirs without closing that tab and Ah. into mine and that was it wow that little internal glitch turned that whole to mine dreams come true almost being a pi isn't that amazing that's hilarious not every day things not people don't get this lucky every day (laughs) someone was like lauren where do you get these fucked up stories and i think i know what it is I think I figured out last yesterday I thought about it because you know I've had these really fucked up run-ins with people right or like I've experienced things and I think that it is I think sometimes I'm so my I'm so open to being present to what's happening around me that I pick up the weird shit that's what I think that's what I can't be the lucky person that just gets the weird shit that happens no. to me I think that we all have weird shit happening and, and if you look for it, it. if you, you look for it there you go. it'll come well you know what to the people that are listening in because some people have questioned me and said are these stories for real oh this is all real they're all real 
all these stories are real. I'm not a liar, nor are you. No, you I've wouldn't never lie. Pinned, I don't tell tall tales. You're, you've never been telling whoppers. <laughs> like to eat a whopper, but Sick. honestly, I'm so hungry right now, I would eat a whopper, but I digress. That's okay. We'll have to get you one. You know, I think we should go into the tale where I tell the tale of the last time I was at the DMV. This is a tale that comes by way the last time I was at the DMV, same thing, license was expired, but this was a total and utter shit show. This comes by way of a blog post that I wrote back in 2017 and my experience at the, I, you know what, I'm starting to think that the DMV is like my mecca, like magical Great things. content come from the DMV. <laughs> I mean, I think for everyone, if yeah. they wanted to sit down and write a little journal entry about their time at the DMV, they would have tales to tell. Yeah, no one's running to the DMV like so excited and then leaving there like, that's no, a totally normal experience. There's nothing Never normal happens. about the DMV. Never happens. So I'm going to read you a blog post, you guys. We're going to go into story time. So whatever it is you're doing, carry on and just enjoy. This story is titled, Adventures at the DMV. Yesterday was the type of day where I woke up and was ready to demolish my long-term to-do list. You know the list I'm talking about. You have one too. It's that list that you keep on seeing the same goddamn thing on for months until finally you surrender and you give in to actually getting that one shitty thing done. The number one thing on my long-term list was to renew my license. And now that I have it all sorted out and taken care of, I can admit now that I was driving on an expired license for quite some time. Go ahead, judge away. I don't care. I will have you know that I originally went to the DMV the moment it expired. However, I was alerted of a past unpaid ticket that put a hold on me actually obtaining a valid driver's license. So with that being said, I went home, hunted down said ticket, and eventually paid my super duper late fine. Fast forward to nine months later. This particular Tuesday was not like any other Tuesday. I woke up to teach yoga and work out, but I was also preparing to head downtown to the office of the Illinois Secretary of State at the Thompson Center, also known as the good old fucking fashion DMV. I know I'm not the only one that needs an internal pep talk to go there, hence the nine month delay in getting back to renew my license. However, I was actually really excited to take my new photo as I was no longer a blonde anymore. I actually took a shower, and as a full-time yoga teacher, I don't actually get to do that often. I blow-dried my hair, put on at least seven coats of mascara, and threw on my favorite summer dress. It's forest green, off the shoulders, and it makes my eyes pop. So of course, this was going to be my new licensed photo frock. I hopped into an Uber pool and took my ass to the loop to get shit done. I was under the impression that I would be in and out within an hour as I had all of my tickets and prior situations totally taken care of. In my mind, I was good to go. I arrived at the DMV and there were approximately 20 people in line and perhaps 40 people seated waiting to be called. No panic here as I had all the proper documents needed and my license was clear for takeoff. In other words, there was nothing holding me back from getting my new plastic. So into the dark abyss I went, into the line. The line was actually two lines divided by one of those retractable belts. About 10 minutes in, a little boy innocently undid the belt. 
One would think mom would have taken the belt back and replaced it back where it came from. But instead, mom and company dispersed and turned two lines into their own line of one big group. It was now me against the five of them. Side note, I was there first, and when it comes to lines I've been standing in, I don't mess around. A little bit of eye contact and a don't fuck with my spot look, they were left in my dust as I made my way to the front of the line. With my documents handed over and a number for the waiting area issued, I took a seat to what I think was in the waiting room for hell. Surprisingly, I was called upon somewhat swiftly. It definitely looked worse than it was. Woo fucking who, I thought to myself. In and out, in and out. This is going to be so easy. We got this. I approached counter number two, where again I issued all documents expecting quick transactions and motions to the next line. Time out. A vision test? Um, okay. I was then guided to place my forehead on a plastic chin and headrest where, I kid you not, there was more oil and grease than a little Caesar's pizza. With not a sanitary wipe in sight, I took a shopping bag I had on hand and used that as a barrier between my forehead and the rest of Chicago's. Alas, I passed the vision test. My new license, here I come. Not so fast. Okay, said the teller. You'll need to head over there for the written driver's test. Um, I'm sorry, come again, the what? Yeah, said the teller, you're going to need to take the test. The test, I asked? Why? What test? The teller replied, because it says here you have some sort of notes on your record. Well, what kind of notes, I asked? Uh, looks like a ticket, some sort of accident. You mean the accident when the lady totaled my car back in 2012, I asked? Uh, yep, said the teller, that would be the one. Ugh, okay. Over to the cashier I went. 30 bucks. Not too bad for a new license. After my payment was made, I was told to step in line to take my test. Now, let it be known, I had no freaking clue that I would be taking a written driving test. I was a tidbit nervous given the fact that I haven't taken any type of test besides a pregnancy test in ages. The nice woman handed me a red pen and a three-page test and said with a smile, nothing on your desk besides your pen and test. Good luck. I found a seat which was literally a desk, and I haven't been in one of those in 13 years, so I was actually, in a weird way, kind of excited. The first two pages were multiple choice. They were a breeze. Then I got to the third page. Okay, you guys, here's the deal. When I see a sign on the road, I know what to do, and I try my damn hardest to obey accordingly. But when said signs obtain zero words and are represented strictly by only color and shape, oh, I must have said, what the fuck, at least 10 times to myself. I made some guesses and I finished up the pop quiz. I walked up to the lady and watched as she actually said, good job to all of my multiple choice questions until she got to that last page. She looked at me and basically said, you're a virgin who can't drive. No, not really, but I totally felt like Cher from Clueless. I'm a huge loser. I literally failed my driver's test. Shock and embarrassment immediately set in. She asked if I'd like to take it. Well, obviously, I said I can't drive without a license. I asked for a new test, and she told me that I would have to go back in line. I repeat, back to the back 
of the very first line I encountered an hour and a half ago. Back to hell. I did as I was told and I went back to the back of the line to the darkest depths of hell. After many minutes, I got back to the front of the line again and unsuccessfully pretty much offered the dude some cash money to not make me wait yet again. No can do, he said. Oh, fuck, I said. Back to the waiting room I went with a new ticket, number F650. I took a seat and studied for my quiz when a nice nurse lady sat next to me. Do not judge a book by its cover. You do not want to get on this lady's bad side. She was throwing massive shade left and right. At one point, she gave the woman who was sitting in my seat the stink eye and said to herself, Mmm, nope. She looks like she's full of ticks and fleas. I almost died. You guys, that was verbatim. I mean, why would she even say such a thing? Was the lady that was sitting in my chair full of ticks and fleas? Am I now filled with ticks and fleas? Is it because she's a nurse and knows what a person filled with ticks and fleas looks like? What the fuck? She must have felt my reaction because she turned to me and said, Mm-hmm. An announcement was made. Taking F650, please come to counter nine. My brain went, oh my fucking thank God. And I literally ran to the teller. Hello, I said, I'm a huge loser and I failed my written test. And then that was the time I tuned into the lady being helped next to me. This is how their conversation went. The teller asked, would you like to be a donor, ma'am? Oh, hell no, said the lady. Immediately, I began to judge her thinking of all the lives that could be saved. What about registering to vote? Would you like to register to vote, ma'am? Asked the teller. No, we're all going to die, said the lady. I had had enough. At this point, I was done, but in some sort of weird, fucked up way, I was beginning to secretly enjoy my day at the DMV. I had finally made it to the very front of the line again to retake my test when security put a halt to the line and announced that she was letting a Chicago police officer go to the front of the line to take care of his business. I didn't even think twice about it. I didn't even care. I knew I was mere moments away from finishing this all up when someone about three people behind me started to complain about the cop cutting in line. Yeah, you heard that right. He was pissed about the cop cutting and then began to voice his opinion about some deeply rooted Chicago heavy shit clearly pertaining to the relationships between the CPD and the people of the city. I slowly began to die on the inside. Listen, I care. I really do. But mind you, I haven't even had taken my second test yet. I'd been at the DMV now for almost three hours, and I was literally stuck smack dab in the middle of fighting words. Nope. No thanks. It was finally time for me to take my test, and I passed. Thank God. I literally would have given up my right to drive if I had failed again. I was told to finally go take my new photo. My new photo, the one and only thing I had set out in the morning to do that took me almost a half a day to get done. I took my photo and I went home and I laid down. It would be many moons before I go back to the DMV. The end. Stay cozy. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. 
Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.